truth. No chaser. TNC put together a project about addiction, and you were definitely in my mind when I thought of this. I'm, I'm passionate about it because it's affected our family for years. So I'm glad that you had the courage to sit down with me. So one-on-one, you know, don't pay attention to the cameras and nobody in the room. It's just me and you having a conversation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> first thing first, your full name, your age, and where you're currently living. My name is Melissa Ann Smith. I'm 60 years old. I live in Vandegrift, Pennsylvania. It's about 45 minutes from Pittsburgh. And how many kids do you have besides me? Four. Three girls and one boy. Okay. So first thing first, I definitely want to ask, um, I have questions, but I want it to be more of an open dialogue. You know, you can just feel free to say whatever you want. Um, it's your story, it's your time. So in your mind, what led you into the world of addiction? Um, I would say what led me into addiction was I didn't do any drugs until I turned 18. And I was more wanted to be like a social butterfly. I noticed if I drank, I would dance. If I smoke, I would talk more. And that's how I began starting. And then the more I used, I noticed I was covering up pain. And that's how my addiction started. So do you think you were using to also hide from the pain that you didn't deal with? Yes, I think I was running from pain from when I was a childhood. Okay, so, is it, so you wanted to be a social butterfly, but also you, wanted, you were trying to escape from reality, per se? Yeah, dealing with the pain. Forget the past. Try to forget the past. That's what I was dealing with. So when do you think that you actually can label yourself or became an addict? When did it become too much for you? I say picking up the first one, become an addict. But when I got, uh, I'm still struggling, to be honest with God and myself. I'm still struggling and become a full addict. Say probably when I hit 30, 35. And as you became a mother, um, you already had April, um, and I was born. Did you ever think about the effects that it had on your kids? No, in an attic, I thought, by me using, I thought I was only hurting myself. And then, but when I was pregnant, I never did use drugs. I did have no sense to stop doing that. But I never thought I was hurting anybody but myself. And I didn't realize until probably last five, six years that it um, really destroyed my children, hurt them. So, you know, I wrote the book, Mask Off, back in 2018, as you called the book. The book. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know it, that it was hard, um, not only for myself to come clean or just, you know, because I had the, the embarrassment, um, but just to be real, because I told you and I told Daddy and everybody about my book that it was more so, it's bigger than us. Um, it's willing to help somebody. Yeah. And it's full circle because we're sitting down talking about it now. And again, I just I am proud of you. Um, we know that it's still a struggle every day. But I want to I want to ask when you realize that it was an issue for your kids and it affected your kids. People always say, "No, why didn't you stop? Why can't you stop? You know, is it is it just that easy? No, it's not that easy. I'm still going to be struggling today. Um, of course, I want to stop for my children, myself, and I still pray that I do become clean. Um, it was just, I'm an addict, it's hard. All I can say is you take one day at a time and pray. I pray to God every day to get me through just one day of being clean. So what is the hardest struggle for you? What, was the hardest, what is the hardest part of being an addict? 
living two lives. I'm living now. I'm trying to be a mother, a grandmother, a sister, a daughter, and then the addict. I call her Lisa. That's my addict name. So living two different lives, if that was a struggle. So as Mr. Ken, um, the former, I mean, the guest we had earlier talked about his, it was a mental and a physical thing for him, the cravings. Do you want to touch on that? Um, can you relate have, to that? I don't have cravings. I don't know what triggers me. Excuse me. I would say alcohol sometimes would trigger me. But then sometimes personal issues would trigger me just to take me in a different world. But I noticed in during my addiction, I was thought I was hiding from everybody, but nobody could see me. So I would always use like after 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, when I knew my daughters weren't calling me, my grandkids weren't running through the house, my dad, my mother, nobody was walking through. So I always thought I was getting away with it. And when did you realize that it's full blown? When I couldn't stop. And I kept using because I didn't want to fail. And once I felt be like, oh, I messed up again. God, forgive me. Forgive me. So you were trying to numb the pain? Yeah, numb my pain. And numb the pain of your, with the kids, what your kids felt? Yes. I was embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I never thought I would ever use drugs, to be honest. So if you were to go back in time, what would the younger version of Missy need to hear? I probably would have cried out to my mother when I needed help. Prayed to God. I would have got help earlier instead of turning to drugs to numb my pain. Yeah. Yes, that's what I did. So speaking on help, because, you know, I'm a big advocate for therapy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you guys were all like, you know, don't go, who goes to therapy? And black people do go to therapy. Yeah. Do you think not just therapy and counseling and praying to God, but also things such as NA, 12-step programs, do you think those work? I think everybody's story is different. I went to two rehabs. One I did two days, three days, whatever. Then I did a 30 days spirit life in Indiana, Pennsylvania with my, Cla my cousin Claudia took me. I believe the NA would work if you put yourself into it and go with the program. But I still believe the man above the one's going to heal me. All right. So it was, um, it was nice and comforting to see Frankie Senior, Frankie Jr. sit down and talk. And he mentioned something about, you know, sincerity you know, praying to God and asking. So, you know, and just being transparent, when you say you want to quit and you relapse and relapse, do you feel like you are sincere when you ask for God to release you from this? I don't think I was ready, but um, my story is, I just turned 60 in June. And before I turned 60, I was still relapsing here. I go three months clean, relapse again. But for some reason, Seemed like God talked to me, and I told God, if I make it to 60, I don't want to pick up that any kind of drugs again. And and now, you you say you feel sincere, now you're still... I feel lighter. I feel sincere. I didn't even want to come on this program, of course. I know. But I figure if I can help somebody else, if I got 26 day clean, somebody can have one day clean. So it's just taking one day at a time. That's what you do. So is there... Because, you know, I'm, I am. I'm hard on you. I'm probably yes. the, the one child that, and that's because I, I, God speaks to me. And I know when something's off with you. I know when something's wrong. But I have learned to try to look at you outside of the addict and more so as my mother. And I'm trying to get emotional because, you know, I'm a very emotional yeah. person. 
But um, so it took time. So, you know, I want to personally apologize because it took years to get to this place now where I can separate my mother for being my mother as my mother as an addict. That'll make me cry. <laughs> and, and, and that helped me with the embarrassment and shame because we all have a story, you know, and we all, we're all sinners. So it's your sin is no bigger or, you know what I mean, than mine. So I am proud of you, and I do recognize, you know, you are trying every single day. Yes. And it's it's tough, you know, being a child and watching, because I I see your heart. And that's what Dad talked about, you know, it's God sees your heart, and I see your heart. And I want you to see what everybody else sees and see that, you're, that you are worth it, and you deserve to live a drug-free life. I appreciate it. Um, you know, is there anything that you'd want your kids to know um, about what you go through, or your struggle, the addiction that you haven't said to us before? Of course, I always tell you I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it again. But when I was on those drugs, I wasn't your mother. But I love you, so I would not trade you in the world for anything. But please forgive me. I'm taking one day at a time. And I got 24 days in today. Yeah. And I thank God for that. I thank God for my children. I thank, thank God for you. And my pearl. Because <laughs> I am that one. But in all, in all honesty, um, I, I guess before we get up out of here, is there any gems or jewels? Because, you know, we spoke to, you know, somebody who's, um, I can't remember, Mr. Ken, how many years he's been clean. Frankie's father's 26 years clean. Um, you're 24 days clean. Um, so somebody may be watching. We're just trying to help just one person, you know, one family, one mother, yeah. one daughter that's going through right now that you would want to share some kind of encouraging words, something you can drop with them that they may hear. I just say don't ever give up. Don't ever give up because you can't be that one. My mother passed away. She never gave up on me, never. And I thank God my children haven't either. Take one day at a time. What's the one thing you wish for? I'm going to sit here next year and give you all my clean date for one year. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> love I love you. you, Mommy. Well, again, I appreciate you for sitting down. I know it's been tough. Um, we've been on this journey for years. And as you said, take one day at a time. And with the grace of God and our faith, Grandma will see you clean. Yeah, I'll give you a hug. I love you. I love you, Mommy. Uh, I'm gonna slap y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pearl. You did good, yeah. mommy. Uh, hey, somebody get help. Somebody oh, else. No. Y'all help me out. Thank you. That was amazing. That was awesome. Yeah. The strength that it took you to do that. I know. I don't. And I don't have it in me. I want to be clean. <laughs>